How do you explain and communicate about a gap in your resume or CV? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're tackling a common workplace issue. What do you do when you have a gap in your resume? You've either taken time away, you pivoted towards one thing and you want to pivot back to a new thing, or something in your job history would just cause confusion or doubt in somebody looking to hire you now. How do you get past that? How do you stop telling yourself stories about what that gap means and how big it will be and represent in your life? And how do you get to the other side of it all? That's what today's listeners looking to find out. So I'm going to read their question and I'll find you on the other side. Here goes. Heather, I'm in a bit of a mess. I'm not surprised. I'm not sure I'll be able to explain it well, but a friend of mine listens to you and suggested I write in. Are you like Mikey in the Life Serial commercials? Because it was a little like, ask Heather, she'll answer. (laughs) That's fantastic. And yes, I do think I'm a little bit like Mikey, because if you ask me, I will answer. Um, So here's the mess. For the first 15 years of my career, I've been in tech. Specifically, I've been in software development. I have a specific reputation for being able to use market research to create the needed and demanded product. I was approached last year by a software startup. They wanted to hire me to do the market research and then develop the product for their customer base. Their experience with market researchers had been that they didn't know enough of the tech to ask the right questions. So for the past 15 months, I've been doing that, but I don't have a single piece of software to show for it. The company continues to throw roadblocks in my way and tells me all the reasons why I can't do what I want. It's not a good fit. They play it too safe and they're not willing to risk failure for innovation. So now I've been out of tech for 15 months and I feel trapped in getting a new gig because I don't have anything current to show people. My move to market research now on the outside looks like I bailed. I want out of this job and back into development. How do I do that with a 15-month gap in my CV? Where would you start and how would you approach this? Okay, so first of all, I think the biggest thing, I know you want logistics and I know you want steps and I know you want to hear me say, just tell this person this, just do this one thing and I'm going to get there. But the first thing that in my experience, talking to people who have sort of made wrong turns in their professional lives, have taken breaks that ended up being long than they had intended or anything like that, the first step is often to check your own story about yourself from that experience. Because so often, if we make a move in our personal or professional lives that we regret, We then look at the future as if everyone else who looks at that decision is totally going to look at us as like, what the hell were you thinking? Why did you do that? You haven't touched software in 15 months. Like, what were you thinking? Why would you compromise on that? Why would you give that up? But the reality is, is that so many of us go through pivots and changes in our business and so many of us can relate. But the real life logistical challenge you have to this is so many current jobs offering so many sort of job descriptions, when people apply, 
their applications are ruled in or ruled out by robots, where they enter in the specific requirements that they want their applicants to have, and the applications are screened in or screened out without an actual person looking at them. So there is legitimate cause for concern, but you can move to the how on that. You can sort of overcome that, and just like I was talking on yesterday's show, you can choose to problem solve that and figure your way out. But you're not going to be able to do that if you have created a less than story about yourself, if you're making yourself smaller, if you're feeling incapable or inefficient or just simply embarrassed by your choice. You can't let the story you have about the first last 15 months implicate and sort of impact your next 15 months. You're going to have to let this go. That with the best of intention, you thought you were going to be able to design from the ground up from the moment of market research to the completion of the product. And you must be so disappointed that you didn't get to do that. But that doesn't mean you don't still have that skill set, that you don't still have that ability. So I would I would start there. I would make sure whatever you need to do to release that decision that didn't work out, that you release it. I have an episode a couple of episodes back on how to forgive yourself. This might be one of those times if you're really tripping up that you might need to go back and listen to that episode. But then the next thing I want to ask you is you do tech and software development. So you haven't done anything for this company in 15 months. But are you really sure you haven't done any development on your own on the side? You haven't like sort of outlined like a really cool app if only someone would do it and you know sort of develop it you haven't started coding for a particular problem that you know you can solve because I have a really hard time believing that somebody with a passion and with an interest if their company wasn't letting them do something for 15 months that at any point in time you didn't just start off to the side and do it yourself because I want to remind you that even though it didn't happen in sort of the organized context of your job, it's still work product that you can demonstrate and, and show people. The next thing that I would think about is how can you move around the automated process of this? How can you avoid having to electronically submit your CV to a robot who's either going to rule you in or rule you out? If you were working in tech for 15 years, if you had been working with other startups, I think that there's a way here that you can market yourself like it's 1999 a little bit, that you can go to whatever like the uh, 2018 version of a Rolodex might be, but your contact list, your phone list, your email list, like whoever you have been in touch with, anybody you've worked with, anybody who knows about your work, I would let them know the deal. I would say, hey, like for the past year and a half, I really, with good intentions, I, you know, I sort of partnered up with this company with the idea that I'd be able to develop a product from the ground up and never turned out that way. I don't want to waste more time on something that doesn't look like it's happening. I'm throwing my hat into the ring. I'm wondering if you're looking for anybody who might need somebody like me. This is what I'm willing to do. This is the kind of time that I I have. And I would just put yourself out there. I would reach out to people, any old employers. I would ask them, like, are you looking for somebody on your team? Because a lot of times people would love to work with somebody that they used to work with, but they're not going to put up a public job posting because they don't have an actual 
sort of slot or hole to fill, but that if you suddenly became available, they might love to have you on the team and expand their team and make room for it. So I would, I would focus on that. If you do have a specific tech skill that like you just know that because it's your industry, because this is in my industry, I might not know what I'm talking about with such specificity. But if you know that you actually really do in order to be legitimate and to show up that, that you have to have done recent work, then I would develop a portfolio and I would go on Upwork or any of the freelancing sites or Fiverr or any of those sites for any of the skill sets you have. And I would just bang out a portfolio of work that you can show that you're capable of doing. But the best thing you can do is just to tell people you're looking. It's easy and safe to sort of go the CV route to just kind of, you know, put it all down in an email and then send it and hit prep you know, and hit play on that. But then you're giving up so much of your personal control over what happens next, because you don't know whether or not your CV is going to get screened in or screened out. But I think if you go through your contacts and go through all of the people you've worked with, anybody who's in your industry who might know somebody who's looking, if you get really clear on what you want to do next, you can let them know. But then what you can do also in getting clear on what you want to do next, you can start to perceive those opportunities and you can reach out to people one-on-one. You can do something like in the subject line, why, you know, (laughs) why you should hire a tech person who hasn't touched tech in 15 months or something like that. Like you can figure out a way to explain yourself. So you could submit the application and then put in a phone call, but to include in your application what it is you want the hiring person to know. And I would lead with it to say, you might look at this CV and see 15 months without tech. I want you to know that this is what I was doing. This is my intention. And this is what I learned from the experience. I would just lead with it. And I would lead with transparency around the lessons you've learned. But once you get out of your own way, once you stop limiting yourself by your own story, I think it all opens up much easier for you. But as soon as you just kind of go into the camp, and so many people fall into the spot, but once you go into the camp of sort of saying like, I screwed this up, I'm in this hole, it's really hard to believe you're going to get out of it. And I can't tell you how many times people have sort of blocked themselves into their professional choices to this idea that they can't do something new because they feel like what they've been doing will be held against them. So you really need to talk back to that thinking error, and you need to be willing to choose to be the boss of your life, to be in the driver's seat and to go and make it happen rather than waiting for people to find you, rather than waiting for people who will overlook the gap. You want to start approaching people directly, let them know what you're looking for, let them know what you're hoping to find and start that conversation. And the more you do that with intention and with deliberate action, the more likely whatever it is that needs to find you will find you. Um, I just, I, it's so important to me too that you just hear me that so many people have been here. So many people have gaps in their resume that they can't explain or they don't want to explain. So don't isolate yourself in this experience. Don't minimize yourself or make yourself small, but just do hold the fact that you're capable of getting out. I really, it doesn't sound like you, um, 
we're too familiar with me. So the idea that a friend just said, hey, this person might be able to help you, and you took action and reached out and asked me, well, that sure means a lot. And it also says a lot about you, that you're willing to figure this out and you're willing to take action on the life you want. So thank you so much for the trust you've placed in me, but also to recognize that look at that behavior because you really can trust yourself to get on the other side. Thanks so much for your question today. If anyone else has a question and they'd like my two cents on it, you can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.